And on our Family Matters feature this morning, I want us to discuss being a first-time parent. There are obviously joys to being a first-time parent, but there are also some challenges. Right? You're forced with a multitude of new responsibilities and experiences, and it can be difficult to know where to start. Right? New mothers are dealing with hormonal changes. You must adjust your routine to the baby's needs. You've got sleepless nights. Uh, you're rewalking reworking your relationship with your partner for some people they experience loneliness some isolation so you're navigating even conflicting advice on how to be raising um your kid so it can be a lot and i want to know what your experience has been as a first-time parent if you are a first-time parent now what's been your experience um and maybe perhaps for you it was a while back how was that for you um, I want us to look at some of the most common challenges that first-time parents face and, and talk about how important preparation is in transitioning to parenthood. Right? How can new parents even balance their own self-care and well-being with the demands of being a new parent? So if you have become a new parent recently, please give us a call and share your experience with us. 011-883-0702. Um, how are you managing uh, the change? And as an old parent, what do you wish you knew? when you were a first-time parent, you know, you became a mom or dad for the first time. Let's share some tips as well for those first-time parents. I'll take your WhatsApps as well on 0727021702. Rowan Walker is a parenting coach who's in studio with us, who's going to guide us through this important conversation. Thanks for making time, Rowan. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, thank you for having me back. I think this is one of my favorite topics of all um, because it is such a hard time mm-hmm. and we go in we have pregnancy and it's this beautiful experience and we're not exactly sure what to expect when baby actually comes and it is overwhelming and I just wanted to say to all the new moms out there you're doing a mm-hmm. good job be proud of yourself because the, the trouble here also Rowan is that there's no manual like when you leave the hospital with that little one there's no you know, something that's going to guide you and help you. This is how it's going to unfold. And I think the first four days after hospital are easy. And you think you've got this. Because baby's still adjusting, baby's sleeping. And then all of a sudden on day four, your hormones change. Baby wakes up, routines are broken, uh-huh. and you are overwhelmed. And it's okay to cry. Like, what are you doing <laughs> in my house? <laughs> if baby's crying and you're not coping, mom, you can cry too. <laughs> you can. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Let's start with some of the most common challenges that first-time parents face. Sure. I think the most common challenge is a relationship issue between your husband and yourself. Mm. We forget to take care of that. We're focusing on baby. We are sleep deprived. And until you've had a baby, you don't know what sleep deprivation is. Um, and it's a serious, serious issue. Um, there's jealousy involved because now there's a third person in your relationship. Mm. So either dad's jealous that mom is giving all their time to the baby. Mm. I was jealous because I thought my husband loved my daughter more than me. (laughs) Um, And these are all normal, okay feelings. But if you're not communicating with your spouse and your significant other, then your relationship starts to deteriorate. Mm. And then you're not going to cope even more because you need to rely on each other to bring this little baby to an adult. So how important then is preparation in that transition to parenthood because these things could be handled differently if 
these first time parents were prepared for the changes and i don't i don't know like is there anything that parents can do that sort of prepares them for all those changes so that when they happen they know we expected this this is how we deal with it I think that the communication needs to start when you're pregnant. Um, Don't wait till you are sleep deprived and you don't know what to do because dad might think, okay, cool, baby needs to be in a cot. Mom might think, I want to co-sleep, but we've never discussed it. Now the baby comes home and you've got conflicting ideas of where baby should be sleeping. So if you can, have these discussions, kind of create your own rule book. It's your rule book. It's not your mom's, your sister's, your best friend's. It's what works for you as a family. I mean, I think that's where a lot of complication comes in when we rely on so many other people's experiences to formulate what we should be doing. Do what's right for you. So that communication, they, it's important to have it before. Okay. So how can new parents then balance their own self-care and well-being with the demands of being a new parent? Because sometimes the focus is on this baby that we forget to care for ourselves. So that is essential. And whatever it is that you did before baby arrived, whether it was having your nails done, having a half an hour bath, dancing around the lounge, baking, whatever, fulfilled your soul. You have to ensure that you make time for it. And I know you're overwhelmed and you feel like, oh, but I have no time in my day. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes my husband used to come home and I would still be in my pajamas, which is also okay, by the way. And it's also okay not to do the dishes. Like, make sure your self-care comes first before housework, before all the other things that we have to do in our day so that your cup is full, so that you've got extra to give to your spouse and to your baby. Mm-hmm. You spoke earlier about the hormonal changes as well once you're back from the hospital. And I don't think we talk um, a lot about mental health, right? And, and how new parents must be aware even of the postpartum uh, mental health. What is it that they need to be aware of? So you go through quite a change and around about day four, your milk comes in if you're choosing to breastfeed. Even if you're not choosing to breastfeed, that's when your hormonal change comes in. Mm -hmm. And I don't think we do speak about it enough. So you're sitting at home and you're crying and you don't know why. So then you start judging yourself and you start trying to look for alternative reasons. But postpartum depression is serious. Um, your spouse needs to be aware of it, especially if you've suffered from depression during your pregnancy or before. You're obviously more prone to it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people do need to be hospitalized. So be aware of it. Ask for help. Reach out. Um, if you've got any ill feelings like my baby's crying and I don't feel like picking my baby up, that's a sign that you could be going through some depression. Mm. So reach out, speak to someone, tell someone don't hold it in. Mm. Sure. I mean, how often are parents supposed genuine with how they feel in some moments? I mean, motherhood is not always going to be exceptional. Sometimes as a parent, you're going to wish, oof, I don't know if this was a great idea. <laughs> but we don't talk about that, Ryan, because it's like, oh my God, how dare you? Yeah. Exactly. Um, but that feeling is normal. It's normal. Um, and I had it with, I've got two children. Uh, with my daughter, I didn't feel a connection to her mm-hmm. as soon as she was born, which then I started to judge myself. Is there something wrong with me? Why mm-hmm. don't I have this motherly instinct? Mm-hmm. I was like, cool, I've had a baby. I'm ready to go back to work. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I didn't have that, oh, I want to stay home and nurture my child. Mm. And it was different with my son. I don't know if it was an age thing or where I was in my stage in my life. Yeah. But it, it, my first baby was traumatically difficult. And she was a good baby. It's mm. not that she screamed 24-7. She was really good. And funny enough, my son screamed 24-7, but I was more connected mm. to him. Mm. So just don't judge yourself. Whatever you're going through is normal for you. But just remember to ask for help. Yeah. So how important is it to recognize that you don't have all the answers because there's no manual? Because also you're dealing with conflicting advice, right? Your mother-in-law or father-in-law says, no, this is how we do it. Your own mother says, and then you guys have your own way of wanting to do things. And then you're busy checking social media, which has its own (laughs) advice. So now you you end up being so confused about what's the best way to do certain things. So what I always tell new moms is find that one person. Try and find that one person that you trust and get advice from that one person. Because if you are turning to 10 different people or a mom support group on social media, you're going to get their experience and 10 different answers, Mm. which can just confuse you. If you choose to read a book that does help and guide Choose one book. Don't go and read all 10 because Mm -hmm. all 10 are going to give you different information and then you're going to be confused again. But I do, I can promise you that you as a new mom, you know what you're doing. You have this gut. Just try and feel the gut and Mm -hmm. follow it. 011-883-0702. Did you feel the gut? Did you follow it? Um, Or were you following something else? Some advice from... Um, external people we're discussing on our family matters feature this morning uh, being a first-time parent so as a mom as a dad what is your experience as a first-time parent Uh, maybe there's certain things you wish you knew maybe there's certain things you were told and once you had your own child you realized that this is different um, so please share your experiences with us on 011-883-0702. Uh, the WhatsApp line is 072-702-1702. If you've become a new parent recently, how are you managing that? Um, what are you struggling with? Um, and also as an old parent, uh, let me know um, what tips you have for first-time parents. It's 18 after 11. 702. Family Matters. 20 minutes after 11 o'clock, we are Speaking on our Family Matters feature this morning about being a first-time parent, I want to go to your calls now and WhatsApps. Um, if you are a new mom, you're a new dad, what's the experience been as a first-time parent? Uh, maybe for you it was a while back. Um, how was that for you? And if you've got some tips, some things you did right or wrong and you've learned from some mistakes, share some tips for our first-time parent. Uh, Ren Walker is a parenting coach guiding us through this conversation. Let's start with your WhatsApps. Hi, um, so I'm a first time mom and I think I'm, my daughter's four years old now, but I think I'm still going through postpartum depression. Um, I just wanted to ask, eh? I just wanted to ask that, um, is it normal to, because I only have my daughters from Monday to Friday, is it normal like to be excited to like, not have her around on weekends? <laughs> is that okay? Is there something wrong with me? Yes, Roy. <laughs> Sorry. I feel you and sometimes I am jealous that I'm not divorced so that I could ship my kids off to my husband on the weekend, but I'm still married. 
So I don't have that break. We need that break. We cannot cope with everything that life is throwing at us. Mm. So mom, do not feel guilty. You deserve a break. Um, It's actually in their well-being that you rest and take care of yourself in that time so that when you do have them, you're a better version of yourself Mm. for her. Yeah, and also you've like, you know, recharged you're ready. And it's also just two days. You're with, <laughs> you're with your child one, Monday to Friday. Um, all right. Here's another voice note. Morning, Clement. I'm a mother of two. Um, what I wish I knew was do what you can. You know, as parents, you try to do so much and you end up getting yourself in an uncomfortable position where you're stressed out and, and, and. But all the years I've learned that just do what you can and everything else will just fall into place if it doesn't tough thank you oh wonderful um someone else wants to know uh, please can you ask roanne what is the best way to communicate and share parenting responsibilities with a partner and when do you do that when the child is here or before they get here well before they get here will be great because your mind is clear Um, but we generally don't. We, um, fall pregnant, we get excited, we get caught up in the nine months and it's exciting. And then baby comes and you're not expecting what you are getting. Mm. You don't know what sleep deprivation is like. But yeah, um, my suggestion is try and get somebody to care for your little one. Go out for coffee and have a serious discussion. Um, I do a lot of mediation between mums and dads. So if you need help, reach out to somebody that can mediate to keep the situation calm because you are both exhausted. So um, I had a client recently that they fought over what the baby was wearing. Mm. Um, dad wanted baby, but it's it's something silly and something small. But because you're so tired, yeah. it becomes something massive and you're going to look back in six years time and think like really is that what we were fighting over but it's you don't actually have control because you're so tired Mm, yeah let's go to Lebo in Jobek Lebo good morning hi how are you I'm all right go ahead I just wanted to ask I have a son who's turning three and he um feels a lot of tantrums scratches bites I don't know how to navigate that as a first-time mom. Is there a place I can take him? Is it just a phase? Is it... Because, mm. yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, so what, he's, he's three, you say, huh? He's turning three years. Okay. So... We believe that there is no such thing as a naughty child. When a child is behaving like that, there is a root cause that you need to uncover. Um, and I'd love to offer you some off-air um, one-on-one coaching around that um, because we need to find out what the root cause could be. Um, it could be something that is happening at school or something that's happening when you're not around. It could be something that you doing yourself that is triggering that behavior. But please... It's not a phase. Um, we tend to try and alleviate our stress by saying it's a phase, mm. but there is a root cause to why that behavior is happening. 
And it's generally because they want some kind of recognition. So we need to kind of work it back. And um, we call it genuine counter moments where you have a genuine loving moment and they're getting reinforcement during a loving moment mm. and not through a negative moment. So it's just some minor adjustments that we can work with you. Yeah. Um, I'm very happy. Can I okay. give my number? Um, we'll connect you to, to her. Um, Lebo, thanks for calling. I'm putting you back to the producers and then the producers um, will facilitate the connection with Rowan. Um, off air. Uh, thank you for, 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 for that label. Here's another voice note. Morning, Clement. It's Heidi here. I just want to make a plea to family members and friends not to go and visit new mothers the moment they get home. They are overwhelmed. They don't look and feel nice. And they don't want people around. So please mind your visit until you get invited. That goes for mothers in laws as well. <laughs> Heidi <laughs> wants to start a war. Oh, yes. What? <laughs> I mean, when my niece was born, um, I remember thinking, I want to go now. When my brother called and said, hey, it's just happened. I wanted to go now. And I think we went only like two days later and the hospital didn't even allow us in. <laughs> and I drove all the way to Mpumalanga. But that's the excitement, mm. Rowan. Like, it's unfair to say we must wait a month. I think it's clear to to set your boundaries and everyone's got different boundaries. Um, my mom visited me in the hospital for like 20 minutes and she left and I started crying. I'm like, mom, don't leave me. What are you doing? Um, and then I was fortunate that she moved in for a week yeah. and that helped me. So we all have different needs. Um, some, I've got a mom at the moment that doesn't want anybody else to pick and touch her baby and she's been very clear. It's mine and my husband's baby. Nobody else is allowed to. So some to of us who like like smooching these babies and kissing them would be in trouble. Yes, it's freaking that mom <laughs> out. Um, I think things have also changed post-COVID. Yeah. Um, people are a little bit more concerned about germ contamination. And there's just, it, we're all individuals. But, mm. you know, when you send out your birth notice to your family to say, hey, um, this is the date that baby was born. This is what we weighed. You know, all that excitement. Just add on. This is the family's boundaries. Yeah, we'll we, allow visitors after yes. two months. Yeah, or come straight away and bring food because I don't feel like cooking for the next yeah. six months, don't please. Don't the baby. <laughs> 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 what? I'm bringing you food and I'm not even going to take sight of the baby? <laughs> Forget it. Speaking of moving in, there's a thing in some cultures, I know where I come from, normally um, your mom or your mother-in-law would have to move in for like a week or two or a month some six months mm. um, to help you as a first time, you know, mom, first time dad. How do you navigate that? Because some, some mothers are around just want to experience this with their partners and they don't want like a mother-in-law, or their mom to be lurking around the house. So how do you have that conversation so that you don't come across as you don't, appre you don't appreciate the help? Because I think you will need it probably after the four days you spoke of, but you may not see it now. How do you navigate it? Sure, that's a, it's a very difficult one. Um, I would say accept the help, um, but set the boundaries. Come on, let's have a cup of tea. Um, this is what I need help with. I don't want you bathing my baby because that is my time with my baby. But I'm happy for you to be washing the dishes while I'm feeding. So just set up like a chore list, be open and honest and say, you know, mom or mom-in-law, I want us to come out of this as a happy, healthy family. I don't want to sit here for two months and bite my lip 
And then at the end of the two months, I don't want to see you for another year because mm. now there's so much resentment that has built up. Mm. So just clear, concise. These are your roles and responsibilities while you are here. And these are mine. Let's yeah. make sure we respect both parties. Okay. All right. So we are heading up closer to the latest in eyewitness news headlines. When we come back, we'll continue this conversation. Uh, keep your calls coming and your WhatsApps as well. If you've become a new parent uh, recently, how have you been managing? Um, what are you struggling with? And, and as an old uh, parent, what do you wish you knew when you first became a mom um, or a dad? If you've got some tips to share with first-time parents, please um, bring those on the WhatsApp line or give us a call. It's exactly 11.30. Family Matters. 11.33 on our Family Matters uh, feature this morning. We are discussing... Uh, being a first-time parent and we have been taking some calls and whatsapps on some of your questions some of you sharing your experiences as well we've got Bui who's calling us from johannesburg Bui, good morning hi clement how are you i'm all right how are you doing i'm good thanks so i have a two-year-old i have only one child mm. and what i can say about being a new parent is it's uh incredibly fascinating but tremendously devastating um, there is a lot that goes on when you're a new parent and it's such a new experience. Mm. And I retrospectively feel like what is missing in the new parent um, experience is lots of vulnerability from other women about what it was like to be pregnant, mm. to give birth, to have the baby in those first few months. And my advice would be, you know, as soon as you find out you're pregnant, have some women that you can go to and speak to who will speak vulnerably because it's extremely challenging going through all three. So pregnancy, birth, and those first few months. Mm. And I feel like women, we take a lot on the chin and we guard one another against the reality of being a new parent. It's very difficult. And I think mm. that we need to speak to people our own age, you know, um, steer clear of older women who like to protect younger women and just have open, honest conversations about those difficulties, because what it will then do is you'll be able to set up a team of people around you already prepared for those difficulties you could have. Mm. Oh, that's so important, Bui, because often like the, the experiences are glamorized, right? Yes, we romanticize it. We romanticize it. Mm. And, but, but you're right, Bui, that's what's missing, that genuine you know, experience, the vulnerability among um, first-time parents and yeah um, thank you for for calling and, and pointing that out boy paul you are in soshanguve hi hi clement how are you sharp sharp man how are you um i'm i'm, I'm trying man i'm surviving mm. i mean um, i'm a first-time parent i was very happy to be first i'm dead i'm 29 and my girlfriend she's 28 mm -hmm. and we you know we were so happy to be blessed with a child a daughter but the challenge that came with that is that uh, my daughter is living with albinism okay so she's living with albinism and the challenge that came with that is like family even know i saw what's what and then uh, this as one more this is a case what mm. not, what not, and then also when we remove. And remember that time, uh, my father came and the household and stuff. Mm. So it happens when there are financial support, 
uh, emotional support is no longer there because the lady mm-hmm. so depending on my parents oh so she was living with you at home as well yes Okay. So, but after that, now they we have to go on the I'm telling you, sometimes we'll go for days not eating yet. Mm-hmm. You know the challenge is joy, but sometimes you cry when at least from you like a little one. At least she's still breastfeeding and stuff. But in terms of uh, closing, closing, now it becomes mm-hmm. difficult. Now we are surviving for net for one. Mm-hmm. I will do without her yeah. because remember skin up in the it's very expensive. Yeah, how are you so, feeling though, Paul? So what's your you and your girlfriend? How do you feel? Because um, yes, the family iri, you know, zamayang because they uh, they don't want to recognize that you know na and why But as parents, do you think you guys have accepted you 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 have not? had any issue um at all how how have you navigated this i'm happy because i even went to the to this other lady who oh, she's even like mm-hmm. so to get to know more about the skin then she told me about the school that my child can go to the opportunities that come with a person wanting a, a, a skin conditions like it's not a it's, it's not a, a, a care it's more of a blessing because there are more opportunities for a now holder so now we are happy and oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. yeah just like just like a, a doll we can go shopping oh not so cute so for us yeah that's why we decided you know what will survive mm. one day the lord will bless us or learn how while you put food on the table yeah. but yeah so you you're yeah. also not working now hey paul i'm not working i'm not working what are you guys surviving on now now okay when i go to kawash and wash cars sometimes at least 15 and then we can buy those pampas at the those indian shops we buy the pampas and i say Five ten that will survive him through yeah. two days. Listen. So yeah. Well, you because know what? now food for and it's not a problem. I get it. Yeah, but yeah. I will just make Listen, sure. Listen, where, where are you based? Okay. More I'm going to put you back to the producers. I wanna see if I'm I'm just moved by your story and I think as a community there's a way we can help Paul out. It's unfair to have your family chase you out of your home because you have a child who lives with albinism. And he's unemployed. The girlfriend is unemployed. And what they're trying to do is to make sure that at least the child grows up in a happy home. And they've accept they're happy with their child. But it's their family that is not. So um, I will get in touch with Paul after the show and see how I can help. And I see some of you already are sending messages you want to be connected to Paul. So um, we will put you in touch with Paul and let's see how we can help him out. Um, Rowan, that's so difficult. It's so sad. They've got a child. They're struggling with us. First-time parents, their child lives with albinism. They're happy. They love him. But his parents have chased him out and his girlfriend doesn't have parents. So now he says they're living in a small shack and what they've really been struggling with is just one, you are detached from the family. You've cut, you've been cut completely from them in terms of financial support. Um, and there's just so many things to navigate. 
Just want to say to you that there is hope out there. I know sometimes it's really hard to see it. And sometimes we need to create new families within the community. Sometimes blood isn't there for us. Um, I know it's hard. Um, I see there's a beautiful support group on Facebook. Um, join that family. Find your new family. And there are people out there to support you and hold you. And I just thank you for your confidence um, to share your story. Um, it's a beautiful story. And thank you for sharing it with us. Yeah, thank you. Because there's so many people out there who, who have to. And maybe let, let's talk about that because it's not just when people are have kids who live with albinism, um, Roanne, sometimes it's someone with a disability and, and parents sometimes will find it. I mean, as a first time parent, this is your first child. And sometimes you ask yourself too many questions like, for, for parents who find themselves in that situation as first time parents. What's the best way to deal with this? Is it to speak to someone? Cause sometimes bearing these feelings we have and pretending like we're not thinking and asking ourselves, why me? is not going to help. Yes, um, and I think what I've found is that when time goes by, you do realize what a gift you have been given. Um, with children with special needs or disabilities, they open your eyes and they teach you so much as you go on, but you won't see it in those first few months, years. Um, do not question yourself. You did not do something wrong during your pregnancy. I think women, um, we tend to beat ourselves up. Is there something I did? Is there something I ate? Um, is there something I didn't do? Um, these, these gifts happen to us. You yeah. might not see it as a gift yet, but please find your new community, your support group. There are so many of us out there that have had different really hard experiences and you need to lean into those people because you are not alone. And I think a lot of the time when something like this happens, we isolate ourselves and we beat ourselves up. But please be brave like our previous caller and just reach out. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Zuki Swa says, Clement, one of the best gifts during my first weeks as a new mom was attending a breastfeeding club. Oh, okay. Uh, 90 minutes on one day uh, a week being among other moms who were at the same stage I was at, I, think I could relate and open up about my struggles. It also helped just to have someone to tell you how to do uh, the damn thing, um, <laughs> feeding a human from your body. It's incredible oh, the assumptions that. made that, that women just know. <laughs> okay, so yeah, um, that's really important. Um, that helped me a lot. Um, I also provide a Thursday group where we talk about these things. Yeah. But yes, we think, oh, baby, boob, it's just going to happen naturally. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. And it's, um, if it's not done right, it's sore, then there's all these complications that come with it. Oh dear. And I've got two children and I had complications that were vastly different. Um, in breastfeeding between the two children. So yes, I think a breastfeeding support group is totally essential. Um, there is no judgment, um, you know, and yeah, connect yeah. with those women. Yeah. Another one says, Clement, I'm a mom uh, to two kids under four. All I can say is that parenting has an element of winging it. <laughs> As parent, it's also our first time parenting. So it's a trial and error at times. My advice is that you parents must just buckle up and enjoy the scenic ride. <laughs> we did the parental classes. We read books galore uh, before my first. Uh, when he arrived, we realized that theory and practicals, 
are different. Yes. Yeah, look, I, I don't know that booksellers would appreciate this throughout the books. <laughs> Ladies, throughout the books. It sometimes complicates it far yeah. more. Yeah. Yes, and enjoy the ride. Um, remind yourself constantly that you're learning. So forgive yourself, don't judge yourself. Mm. And take each day as it comes. Celebrate the small wins because there are. Don't yeah. focus on what you didn't get done. Focus on what happened that was brilliant. Yeah. Um, so how can parents navigate the challenges of returning to work after maternity or paternity leave while ensuring the baby's well-being? Sure. That's also a very difficult one. And it's a very individual. Like I said, I was thriving to go or like desperate to go back to work I did not go through any separation anxiety that's just who I was but I have gone up to women that have come back to work and I've said how are you doing and they burst into tears so I think the first step is to always speak to your employer what are their expectations some businesses allow you to go home to breastfeed some offices have support um, in terms of more flexible hours but have those conversations put out what your needs are let the company put out their needs but yeah just make sure that you do your homework um, in terms of are you having a nanny at home yeah. are you doing a nursery school just do your homework so that when you do go back to work you're confident that your baby is in a safe care place. We have to talk about unsolicited advice and, and parenting judgments from friends and family members. You know, oh, wow, you do that? Is that how you breastfeed? Why are you dressing them like that? Why are you eating? Why is, are they eating this already? You must wait until six months. Da, 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 da. So just nod, smile and agree and mm. then brush it off. Yeah. You are the mum. This is your journey, your experience. And yes, there are like um, guidelines in terms of your baby should be sitting before you move on to solids. But that's a health issue because then your baby's gut can actually process food. But yeah, someone's going to say, um, you know, co-sleep. Someone's going to say, oh, you need to put five blankets on your baby or um, your baby should be sleeping through at this time. I love those moms. They come and they say, oh, my baby's been sleeping through. Four days later, they don't come back to you and say, oh, all of a sudden they're not sleeping through anymore because it's not a constant thing. So just smile, accept the, the information, but you don't need to take it to heart. Kind of brush it off. Mm. And if it becomes overwhelming, you know, you can just get up and walk away. All right. It's 13 minutes before 12. We'll take more. What's up? 702 Family Matters. Ten minutes before uh, 12 o'clock, we're wrapping up our conversation on our Family Matters feature this morning. Being a first-time parent, your experiences are coming also on the WhatsApp line on 0727021702. Hi, Clement. I I recently found out that I'm pregnant. And as much as you guys say, people must be vulnerable and tell you the truth. Like, I'm so scared because of everything that people are saying about how difficult it's going to be, how scary it is, sleepless nights, all of those things. I'm so scared that I'm, I can't even enjoy the experience. Um, yeah, anyway, this is Anonymous. Thanks. Oh, Anonymous. Sure, I feel you. Um, I can actually feel feel your pain all the way um, over here. And it is the most amazing experience that you are ever going to go through. I don't think it is terribly scary 
but you just need to be prepared that some nights you're not going to sleep and then some days you're going to get to sleep really well. Um, try push through the fear. Um, you are about to receive the most amazing gift. Um, there are some beautiful courses on Udemy um, to and meditations to work through this type of trauma so that you can start mentally preparing yourself. But my advice is really get some help, push through the fear now so that you can enjoy what you're about to, to enter into. Yeah. Another one, Sustlement, I'm 26 years old and being a first-time mom is really difficult, I tell you. During my child's first three weeks, it was really tiring. My child would sleep after midnight. My child would cry nonstop each and every night. I remember this other night, I also cried while my child was crying. <laughs> but having the support from my family and partner really helped me a lot. Now my child is four months, um, didn't really know much about children um, uh, but it's it's really been quite difficult. Yeah, and as Rowan said, it's okay to cry. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's okay to cry. It's okay to stay in your pajamas. Yeah. Um, just forgive yourselves. Yes. And it does get easier. It's just that adjustment phase because yeah. it's all new. So be kind to yourself and forgive yourself. Mm. You're doing a good job. What would you say is that one essential tip to the to the new moms okay. or new dads? So this is essential moms and dads because mm. you can both do this. So baby's crying, you fed them, you've changed them, you've tried rocking them to sleep and you are now about to break. You are going to strip baby down to their nappy and you're going to strip yourself naked and you are going to lie with baby skin to skin on you mm. and i know it seems something so small and so silly mm. but it just changes the environment that skin to skin regulates their breathing regulates your breathing regulates your oxytocin level and calms baby down um, i always refer back in the day when we lived in caves we weren't wearing clothing baby was on our skin we mm -hmm. regulated each other mm -hmm. we passed hormones and now we kind of blankets and clothing and so just give yourself a break um it is an amazing tool that just quiets the whole household down yeah that's a great tip there Morning climate, it's Lina in Acadia. Uh, my biggest challenge was when I went back to work. I will find each and every excuse for me to call back home to just check on my baby from the nanny. Mm. I can see she was starting to worry that I don't trust her, but you, waking from half past seven to four, it was a torture until I come down after some three months or so. Thanks. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, someone wanted to know about, I mean, how do we regulate um, being overprotective over the, the children, especially when we're taking them to their grandparents over the holidays um, or when they're playing with other kids. But sometimes it's, it's very tough. We want to overprotect them. Um, I mean, that's a, that's a natural thing, right, from a parent. But I mean, if it's overprotection to a point where you're spoiling the kids and there's no accountability, then that becomes a problem, no? Well, I, I think it, it's, it's again, it's an individual thing. Um, my husband would stand under the jungle gym waiting for my child to fall. And I was the type of parent, if she's got a broken arm, there's a hospital. Mm. But you have, 
you know, I, I was, I'm very, uh, it's weird, but I was very carefree and they yeah. never really did into themselves. I've yeah. never been to, like, touch wood, but you have to regulate yourself. And I think it's a lot of self work. Mm. Why are you feeling this way? What happened in your childhood with your parents that has led you to be this type of parent? If you are happy being overprotective, then that's also okay. Mm. Um, understand that it might have emotional impact on your child. They might not um, be confident because they're relying on you too much. But it is your choice, um, you know, but understand that it stems from something in you that has mm. happened in your past that potentially needs to be healed. Mm. Someone says, Clement, um, from my experience of having had three children, how about inviting the fathers uh, to help with the baby instead of the mother caring for the newborn and the big baby called the husband? It's <laughs> exhausting to care for both. Jeez, so the, sometimes the husbands, the daddies would that's, would want to be babies when there's a new baby in the house. That's I mean, that whole jealousy aspect coming ooh. in. So men can tend to regress because they are now jealous and they mm. want the attention and we don't have the capacity to give everybody in the household mm. what they need and obviously baby comes first um in mom's eyes but i think just take a breath and make sure your husband's okay and then set schedules this night you are changing nappies and i'm doing this so that the work is shared mm. it you chose as a couple to have this baby so you need to raise it as a couple yeah. Hi, Clem and Rowan. I stayed in my pajamas all day and night for six weeks. I'll wake up and bath and wear fresh pajamas daily. I didn't want visitors unless they were coming to help. Otherwise, I'm not the most popular Makoti right now, but I survived. That's all that's mattered. Absolutely. Another one says, Clement Anonymous reminds me of when I was pregnant with my child, now six. It gets better with time, sister. Pray breathe and ask trusted people um, if you have questions this is of course with regards to that, um, yes. that listener who call who sent us a whatsapp voice and saying she's really scared uh, our thoughts are with you another one says Clement the best book I ever read on this topic was The Unicorn Baby by Roxanne um, Atkinson uh, that's what one other listener also uh, says well Rowan thank you so much no thank you the, thank you for having me this has been wonderful I can't wait to chat uh, with you again, uh, Rowan Walker is a parenting coach.